5 to the 7, 9 to the 11, what's happening people, it's your midweek nothing but a fuck thing podcast, I'm your host, the foot doc, aka JP, I'm joined as ever by my partner in crime, the Prince of Gotham himself, the Dark Knight, the soon to be Mr. Married, Jandy himself, what's happening brother? Wow, JP, bringing the energy, I love it, yeah, I'm good man, thanks thanks for the intro dude, I, I didn't realize it was the Prince of Gotham, wow, Prince of Gotham, getting, up, getting a title upgrade, huh? Yeah, he used to be the Duke of New York. <laughs> wow, we, we, moving we, up we, in the world. We took land off you, but we gave you a better title. Yeah, I'll take it. That works for me. Good, good. And you good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, absolutely. Man. Good. Man. And tonight we are joined by a very special guest. He may be the hardest working dad in FIFA, Mr. Elite himself, the great John Bridges. What's happening, brother? Hey, what's good, JP? Happy to be here, man. Ready for we'll it. We'll see about that. Don't worry about it. So anyway, John, how's the Echo working at home? I understand you had some fun with it this week. Um, it's working a little bit too good. So um, long story short, I'll try and summarize here. Every Sunday, I go on a walk when the weather is permissible um, to listen to our podcast. So it's nice. I like to listen to it on the walk. I go on about an hour, hour and a half walk. That's about how long the podcast is. Um, and, I no- and I notice like my Spotify is getting interrupted by our Echo at home or the Alexa or whatever. My daughter's trying to listen to Moana and Frozen soundtracks. And so I try to disconnect it and go back to my Spotify feed of our podcast. And we are, or I'm introducing the rules of the new Fuck, Mary Kill game. And somewhere in between there, apparently, um, my, the spot, the, our podcast played through our Alexa at home and said, so you want to fuck? And then it, <laughs> and then it cut off. So, um, what can I say you know? except you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. Exactly. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. So how did that go down? Did the, did the missus have anything to say about that or was she cool? No, oh, she was just, she was just laughing. So she was like, <laughs> uh, do I even want to know what that's about? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the card. It's the new FIFA promo cards. We want to fuck. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, um, that's pretty. She's uh, like, I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, she's she's in good know. company. I run it by I run it by M, and she just went, "Yeah, it's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed." Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you, you grown ass men talking about cards. I'm like, yeah, but they're really good, and you got to know which one to use. <laughs> and I'd argue that we're not grown ass men either. So you know, yes, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? All right, man, let's just get straight into it, man. Weekend League, Weekend League. So, Jandy, tell me. Yes. Who is your star of the Weekend League? Who, who's been, like, the, the, the man for you? So, I'm going to take a quick moment to pat myself on the back and run a little congratulatory uh, lap here. I went 16-3 and three this weekend Six, in Weekend you didn't, League. You didn't even give away went, the last one. I, I, I gave away the last one, but I say nice. 16 and three because nice. that was my, you know, real record. No free games. Played it all Friday night with all the sweats. I just found like a new gear that I've never found before in FIFA. Um, 16 wins is my best performance that I've had ever, ever in any FIFA. Previously, I had gotten 14 a handful of times, but 16, especially with the new rewards, was really nice to get. Um, the red picks obviously this week were terrible. Um, just like the general pool of them, there was really nobody good to get, but, um, I think I ended up with like LaFont and like a couple of the 83s, like not, didn't get Greetsman or Douglas Louise or Odegaard or anybody. 
Um, but my hero, going back to your question, now that I've patted myself on the back enough, uh, my hero is definitely. Well done. Sorry, it's not easy oh, to you. do, man. That record is not easy to get. Um, oh, once, you get once, once you get to eleven, man, the, the the monsters come out. You know. Oh yeah. It's, it's well, like, when you're playing up at that elo, when you're like ten plus games in a row wins. I mean that like you are getting some real sweaty people out there. Um, but yeah, anyway, my hero of the weekend easily was the Perisic um, team of the tor- tournament card. I've been playing him in the uh, left center mid in uh, the uh, four three three five, um, Just amazing, amazing work rates for that role. He has a high medium, which I love. He, he's capable enough to get back, but you're really not asking a lot of him in that role. And he makes a ton of really nice runs. It just feels good every time he's on the ball. There are better players that I could put into that role, like statistically, like their car, like their face cards. Um, but every single time I end up going back to him, he's never a guy that I like to sub out. Um, he just like gets the job done and shows up in like really clutch situations. So I'd say him, and then a special shout out to uh, Winter Wildcards Ferran, who I bought uh, just for the weekend league run. I sold him right after I played. But man, that card, like he is every single year, just has the janky animations and he does those wraparound tackles he's so lanky um worth every penny i think he's dropped like 150k since the weekend just with the general market crash but man that um that card carried me in in more than a handful of games you are not alone with that perisic card man i have seen so many people who i respect like people like um don't even know danny gordon on twitter he's got a lot of icons in his team he was talking about how good that card was and then somebody else did a tweet where they were talking about i can't believe the best card in fifa 68 round <laughs> that was well that was my tweet but was that you? Was that, <laughs> no, sorry man sorry man <laughs> that's okay that's okay man yeah no he's um look dude he's like far and away my favorite budget player that i've used so far and just he works he's like like i said he's perfect for your system for the 4335 it's like he just works so well in that in that lcm role and the villain who's your villain who's the villain of your week <laughs> okay so i have to go back on something that i said the last uh podcast last midweek podcast so i had said last week that i really liked the Belagarde card the uh, sbc from last week three star week for was that, was yeah, that the three dude, star three-star three weak foot, medium, medium. I mean, he <laughs> let me down so much. He had to come out about seven games in. I had to rework the team a little bit. Just really like couldn't couldn't find my groove with him. I, I thought that I really liked him playing some rivals early on, but um, he was working for Chem, so I kept him in there. But after a while, I said, I got to get him out of here. He's just like, he's he's helpless. So you, right you, after I took him out, he, that's when I went on my run. You went to another level. And that level is one that you cannot have faults at. And that three-star week four or those couple of faults, the 83 short passing in those positions, they start to bite when you come up against these high-level opponents, these better cards, these faster cards, these 87-pace centre-backs and stuff. So it's it's one of those things in it where like it's it's cards for levels, you know? Like sometimes you're just like, oh, yeah, this is a really good card. It's at a really good level. And then other times you're just like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to the ELO and this card is shit. I I can't believe I thought this was the best card in the game. And now I'm just realizing that it's got so many faults in it. I'm not saying you said that, but that's the sort of thing I would say about a card. I'd be like, this is the best thing ever. And then a week later, I'd be like, I had to drop him for for Kem. For Kem. I dropped him for Kem. You're putting words in my mouth, JP. But actually, <laughs> final final shout out, final shout out, and then I'll I'll give it to one of you guys. But final shout out, you were right, JP. You were right about Rodrigo DePaul. 
after about 15 games, something just switched with me, with him, and he has been great in my midfield. So I, I don't get it either. Yeah, it's weird, right? Like you kind of like need to like let him simmer for a little bit. He's like he's like a good like uh, chili that's better on the second day after you've made it leftover. Yeah, no, he really is. He really is. He's, he's refried beans, man. He's 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 just so good. Like you just get him in your team, and I think the thing is, is that I'm used to so many like three dimensional players, like dribble, pass, defend. And he's like a six-dimensional player. Every single one of his stats is, is equitable to being a decent midfielder, but he's not great at anything. And because of that, you have to adjust your game to him. And I think once you adjust your game to him and you realize his limitations, it's almost like being back in a Kante situation where it's like, oh, I know what you can't do. I don't know that about a lot of players. Knowing what you can't do, I can exceed at everything you can do. And I think that's what that Rodrigo de Paul card is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man. But that's that was my weekend league. It was a hell of a weekend. I won't be able to play this weekend for obvious reasons, but uh, really, really pleased with my finish. Weak. Exactly. <laughs> I thought exactly, JP. Dude, seriously, he calls himself degenerate. You know, well, just don't get married. It's not. It's like three hours, dude. There's three days. Yeah. She might be the the new wife might be a little upset with me if I try to pull the pull a fast one on her like do, that. Do but. Not, you do not want to go golfing the day after the wedding. It's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you if you if you're going for the course, it ain't gonna work out, man. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so that so we, I like to call it dip and whip or grind and die. So what would you say you did? Dip and whipped or grind and died? Oh, I I grind I grinded and I don't I wouldn't even say I died. I I'd, I'd say I succeeded. I lived. I don't even think you got mortally wounded, man. I, no, no, I got to the knee or any of that shit, man. But, uh, you came yeah. back out like yeah. just covered in like singes from dragon burns and shit, and was just like, "Ah, oh, now you can <laughs> blow me." Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that's uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> okay, John, weekend league star of the weekend for you. Um, like Jandy, I only had three losses, but I only played to 14 wins. Um, and I was on stream when I was doing, and I was like, really the only reason I would want to go to 16 is to match Jandy. And (laughs) that would just be for pride really. But, um, yeah, I was happy with 14 wins, three losses. Um, I think my star of the weekend league probably has to be the world cup dirt count. He had... I think five goals and eight assists and he was second in assists in my team. And you, in that RCM position in your four, four or four, three, three JP, I've been kind of using a more traditional midfielder like Jeannie Wijnaldum. Someone that has is like a true box to box midfielder, like DePaul, maybe I would try there. Yeah. But dirt, dirt count. I put him back in just because I was missing him and he, he's just, he just tears it up, man. You described uh, him to me as, what was it? Uh, um, uh, something Swiss? Yes, uh, just like probably the best Swiss army knife in the game. Like I feel like he could play at striker, out wide, in the midfield. He could probably even play as a fullback. Like he is just a very, very, very well-rounded card. And when he gets in the box, he can create and finish with the best of them. And he's super good at making those uh, late runs from right center mid and then um, also creating for others. So probably my star of the weekend league. Can I ask you a quick um, question? Else? Um, uh, sure. Having just heard your dear brother uh, talk about killing himself to get to 16 wins, was it so necessary to dunk on him like that? <laughs> just I like, know, you know, that's a 14 and then, you know, I just, my balls were itching, so I just had a shower. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny's like, I, I sweated know. through hell and high water to be here today. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then probably um, I tried Zidane's loan out for five games, my first five games of weekend league, and he had two goals and three assists, and I was I really enjoyed him there. And, and if you're like me and many, many, many other people that probably loved watching this guy play in real life, you're going to have fun with this card. I mean, he's he's a beast. He's got some hidden defensive capabilities, and which – in the left center mid role isn't like huge to have defensive capabilities. We've been using Angel Di Maria, Neymar, Vinicius Jr. as I've heard people use. And Zidane is just, he can attack like those guys, but he just, he can defend amazingly. So um, I got the SBC done last night doing the Braun Pack method grind and and I'm excited to use him going forward and, and he'll start in my weekend leagues going forward too. Wow. Wow, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I didn't know you did Zidane. That's that's quite yeah. a uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Wow. Yeah, I had a, I had a ton of high rated fodder. I hadn't done many, if many SBCs that were required high rated fodder during was winter wild cards. So was I had Stoich, a ton. Was it was Stoichkov your last one? Yeah, yeah, and he was a while. He was during the World Cup, so I just been so pretty long much time, fodder. long time waiting for something good. Yeah, so I got his most, I think like his six most expensive squads done for not, I think I bought maybe like one or two gold cards to throw in there and then just grinded out the last four basically using BPM. So um, very excited to use him, man. Nice. Yeah, Good. BPM is uh, is the way to go right now with those Eredivisie cards that sell for 10K and then all those oh, team of yeah. the weeks that pop every now and then. Yeah, I, I am the anti-BPM machine. It doesn't matter how many <laughs> of those things I open, man. I have got more German Division free Danish, Norwegian players than you can imagine. I sound like the Reverend right now, but I'm telling you, evangelically speaking, I cannot make that thing work. I can't do it. I spent yeah. 30 grand on it last night and I made back eight. Yeah, I don't know just, how I do really it. Hit or miss. Yeah. It's just yeah. really hit or miss. The first day I did it, I was just like that. I probably lost 20 or 30 K doing it. And then I did it yesterday morning and I hit a team of the week. I hit like three of those FC 20 players or whatever they're the area yeah. easy that are in uh, marquee matchups, those instant sell for 10 K and then um, did it last night and hit some more of the same club. So um, that was nice. And it's a very tedious grind, which I normally like UJP despise it and can't stand doing it. Like I know people normally do that and then do league SBCs with it, but that's just way too tedious for me. So I, I, I'm an accountant by trade, and and I do a lot of tedious <laughs> shit. So I don't want to do tedious shit in my spare time doing something I'm trying to have fun with. <laughs> well, it's super, it's super <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> I'm an accountant, and I can't stand this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's it's super rinsable right now because you can do yeah. the bpm into the winter bronze upgrade which gets you four silver players and then into the 80 plus upgrade which gets you the rare gold 80 plus but also starts counting towards that objective which i think has like yep. 100k pack in it a 50k pack in it, and all that's just gonna get saved for uh team of the year at this point i think for me but um, like I was just like this morning I went to the gym, just like walked for an hour on the treadmill, just bullshitting around doing BPM. And it was a nice way to pass the time. Oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being like you're in the gym and you're like, you know, you just, you, your gains and you do, you're running and stuff and you're really trying to get there. And there's just a dude stood next to you walking, doing <laughs> BPM. 
and he's thinner than you and he's healthier than you and he's just coming <laughs> eating a hot dog off the street and you're just like you haven't you, you you haven't eaten carbs in four years you know and he's just there <laughs> doing dpm well i was thinking i was like if i were in this gym and i saw me or I saw somebody else doing what I'm doing, I would be like taking pictures and posting it on Twitter. Be like, look at this legend grinding it oh, out, yeah. even in his, even when he's here. You saw yourself <laughs> through our eyes. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. That's, how, that's how I see you right now. I see you as this oh. legendary being that lives on high, that goes to the gym and does <laughs> and I'm like a dog. I love yeah, it. You're too kind. <laughs> JT, so what about you, man? What's, well, how is I, your I wanted to know who John's villain of the weekend was. Oh, right. We didn't get to Jonesville. Um, I honestly couldn't find one. I was 14 and 3, so obviously I had a pretty good weekend league, but um, I was thinking about it because I have to pick one, and it probably is Quadrado. Not because he did anything bad, but I used Winter Wild Cards Klaus and really loved him. And he just like that card just fights for the badge, man. I really love that card. And he feels smooth. He's got 99 passing free that's probably maybe be maybe the best free card we've got this year in my opinion definitely one of them he was fantastic from my weekend league rewards i had an insane player pick in my first one i had the choice between centurions trent alexander arnold inform odegaard and centurions jamie vardy so um, i took trent alexander arnold and i played three or four games with them this morning just in between work stuff and and oh my god, he is so fucking good. Like he is the Trent, like you remember playing for Liverpool. I, I say that sounding like he's like a thirty-five-year-old on his last leg, but that's how he's playing this year. Um, but his passing is fantastic. He's he's a dog trying to get the ball back, just tenacious. Um, and that passing is absolutely sublime from that card. So um, I finally am trying out Virgil Van Dijk too. Did you do Trippier? No, I didn't. I had one Ooh. token left, so I threw that Same. into a bar- I threw that into a bronze upgrade pack. Because uh, so, um, I've seen people dropping the uh, Trippier right midfield and then going into the four one two one two with uh, Trent at RCM, and he just looks made for that position. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he could do a a great job at RCM too. You, you, you'd probably want to jack off his shooting stats a little bit. I have a. What, what do you want to do to his shooting stats? Oh, it's it's a thing. It's a thing that my favorite <laughs> content creator is way back says. He says it's like Miami, Florida lingo. Jack off. No, it's not. That's not. It's <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is, but it's not. It's, um, <laughs> when you're both like, lengthy they don't say, and he's like, they don't say that where you're from. <laughs> I lived in Miami yeah, for yeah. four or five years, and that was not anything anybody ever said. <laughs> I love it though. But yeah, you are going to want to jack off like his, his finishing or something because you are going to find yourself, especially like in the RCM position, you are going to find yourself in shooting and scoring chances. So you'll, you'll definitely want to do that. John Bridges making Trent lengthy and explosive. Oh yeah. And he is, he's, he's very good. And like I mentioned on the last spot, he's got those floppy little dreadlocks kind of like Rafa Leal has. So that's an extra bonus on the card too. So unfortunately Quadrado is my villain of the week just because I did, I was using him for so long and didn't realize some of these guys were better. Oh no, 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 no. Quadrado's the villain of the year. Like Quadrado yeah. is like, I don't know. It's like living it. Okay. Quadrado's like living in a house that just has a fire and then going to somebody's house with central heating and going, why is everywhere warm? And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, why don't you just have this one central fire? And then you realize that Quadrado can't run or sprint or do anything. And then you mm-hmm. put another center, a right back in there and you go, 
this guy's got 86 pace and Quadrado's got 99 pace, yet Quadrado gets dusted by everyone. I right. think that card's yeah, I broken. I think the animation's broken. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. He's worse yeah. than his gold card. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't chase the wingers like you, like sense. a 99 pace. Yeah, like a 99 pace card should. He just doesn't chase after him. He gets dusted by everybody. Doesn't explode. He's one of the most explosive players no. in the last 15 years. Doesn't explode. Thank you, EA. Yeah. John, I want to go back to one thing you said the uh, about the Klaus card because that yeah. card, like I would argue, like not only the best free card that we've had in a very long time, definitely the best free card we've had this year. But also the fact that all you had to do basically was score what or assist three goals with a right back. It's not even like one of those where you had to play eight squad battles games with some like weird squad combination. I mean, like I also love the fact that they did the play on Santa Claus and his passing, like giving out gifts was ninety nine stat that they that they chose. But he can't leave my squad right now. I mean, he like Mm -hmm. you said, he plays for the badge. He's just got like these very strange like in a good way, like positionings where he just like finds the ball and he's just a bulldog out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he just like, I don't know if he even has it, but if he doesn't, he like feels like he has the dives into tackles trait because he just like slams into your opponent's attacker and takes the ball off him. And then he can do the Legrand switch to the other side and you're off to the races. It's, he's a fantastic card and super good links now too. I tried out the Winter wild card, Eric Bailly. I mean, he's fantastic. Super cheap option. Um, you can link him to that Gwendozi too, who you should be able to afford around at this point. So super yeah. good card and super good links to work with. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally agree with you on that one. I think he's the best free card since Gossens. Or maybe Luke de Jong. Mm-hmm. Luke de Jong had his day. Um, but I think for me, I mean, I've got a personal collection to Gossens. Because um, yeah. I played him for like 333 games I used him for. Um, but yeah, um, I, th- I agree with you on that one on Klaus. I, um, I've used him um, for as, as in uh, first owner. I thought he was excellent. I thought his distribution was absolutely brilliant. And I actually felt like he played better than his defensive stats. Um, and I'd been using Dumfries. And Dumfries is a better defender, but he's not as good going mm-hmm. forward. I even can, can't right. compete one bit. And then you've got the four star weak foot, which makes a big difference. It's like yeah. uh, it's like having a winger out there. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah, I would agree with both of you. I'd agree with both of you. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, my own yeah, weekend league. Oh, sorry, go on, John. Please. Oh yeah, one more for my star of the weekend league. I totally forgot. I'm looking at my squad here. Adama Traore, the winner wild cards off the bench. Mm. Oh my god, he, stat, yeah. yeah, he is incredible. Uh, I was using Baby Eto or Mane as a right wing sub, and I'm like, I packed the Adama Traore from I think the daily login upgrade, the one of those double gold upgrade packs. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's throw him in there. And he is like, he just torches people and abuses people when they're dog tired. And he scored some big goals for me this week. And I think he probably had like five goals off the bench, which normally my subs don't do that much, but just an incredible card. If, if you guys are needing a need for a super sub, I think, I don't know how expensive he is now. I've seen him floating around hundred, 150 K. So fantastic yeah. card. I don't know if I would trust him in my starting lineup, but as a sub, like I don't. It's really tough to deal with him when the other defenders are so tired. And Adama may be featuring in our next feature coming up later, <laughs> based upon his early gold card. <laughs> JP, yeah. before we get to that, tell us about how your weekend league went, man. Yeah, man. I didn't play. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's easy. <laughs> I qualified. Well, that <laughs> I, I, I didn't play. I didn't play. You know, I qualified and didn't play. And now I can't even qualify again to get the pack. So, yeah, it was mm. uh, just one of those things where I just didn't have, have the time to play that and a few other things I wanted to do. So, unfortunately, didn't play weekend league. So, um, yeah, I suck. Uh, well, John and, and I got enough wins for the three of us. So you, you guys are the there real heroes. I just hide behind my little <laughs> tactics board and just shout stuff out. I've actually got a perfect meme for it. It's um, from, uh, oh God, I forget it now. Um, I'll come back to it later. It's that uh, gangster show, but it's basically him in a suit. And then it's him like on the toilet eating gabagool and it's like me giving fifa advice me playing the game <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel right now i'm like in division three i don't do tricks and i'm like i can't do this i'm not good enough <laughs> and this player's yeah. been burning me this player's been burning me but i always have massive respect for anyone who plays weekend league i think that you are all warriors i think that you are all heroes to me and you're heroes to a lot of people who perhaps don't have the courage to go and play online because they're a bit worried about being smashed or they're not good enough. I used to be one of those people. I would say to you, anyone who's listening that doesn't go and play online, you should. You should get into it. You should play. It's it's exciting. You're probably a lot better than you realize because you've been playing the computer and the computer's a meanie. Um, and just get out there and enjoy it because that online part of FIFA is really what makes it worthwhile and also makes it the worst game in the world. And it's those two things together that make every game a new experience, as Foot <laughs> AST would say. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're going to go into a new feature because they gave me the keys this week. And we're going to do something <laughs> called $50 Fight Club. Okay, so this is the rules. For $50... So you got to pay for this. For $50, if you could punch any FIFA card in the face, which would it be? Okay, so this can be for any reason. This can be like, I don't like the guy in real life. I don't like his hair. I don't <laughs> like his wife. I don't like his cars. I don't like that he don't recycle his pizza boxes. Whatever you want to do. You can come at this however you want to. Okay, so I'm going to put this one to John. All right, and I'm going to come to Jandy on this right. one. All right. All right, so John, so $50 Fight Club, okay? Now, bearing in mind, you could probably take any footballer you wanted, like, physically, <laughs> but we're not going to do that. We're going to imagine that, like, whether you're four foot eleven or, or seven foot tall, you can just knock out Erling Haaland. So, mm -hmm. um, and I've got a two-parter to this, because my lovely, lovely, lovely partner, who is so sweet and kind, said, what if you wanted to break their legs and end their career? And I was like, damn, girl, that's dark. That'll be the part Jesus. two. Like yeah, it. so, so I this like is, this is like when you like went into deep, deep, deep detail about how you're going to murder Jack Butland a few weeks ago, JP. <laughs> and I think I think you all scared us a little bit. So has anybody found him, though? <laughs> Very true. He, he couldn't well be done. saved. Um, no. <laughs> so right. $50 Fight Club, John, who are you punching in the face and why? Um. So for $50, I'm going to give the people a good show. So I'm going to pick somebody that's close to my size. I'm six, seven. I played basketball in college. I'm not in totally horrible shape, but I'm also not in good shape either. So I'm going to pick the the world cup, Patrick Vieira. So he's six, four big guy. Uh, I think it'd be a good match. It'd be something people want to see. So I, I want to see I might have some reach on him. But he's probably got he's got that dog in him, we all know. So he's got them telescopic um, legs, man. He's longer than he looks. He's all he's all elbows exactly. and knees, man. He's all elbows and knees. He's Rodman. 
you know. And is that because is, John, is that because you're upset that you didn't do him in the World Cup swaps? Yeah, for sure. And he just destroys me every time. Like I said, like he just makes me a worse player because not only does he just destroy my attack, but he just destroys my mental state when I play because I always have to, <laughs> like I said, I always have to see, like remember where he's at on the pitch and try and avoid it and and go around him. I try to bait people in, draw them out, and then go attack. So, yeah, if, that, if that's probably the card this year, I'd I'd like to fight and just destroy and uh, not have him be in the game anymore. Ex-Arsenal captain, also worth a punch in the face. True, <laughs> exactly, that too. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. That's a really good one. I might, I'll hold him down. I'll hold him down while you kick him. Um, Appreciate yeah, it. I, I, I hate that card. I, I am glad you're taking him out. Like, um, <laughs> So what would it be? Do you reckon you'd just like jab him in the face a few times or do you reckon you'd want to knock him out? Like, Is, is it that frustrating, the, yeah, the facing him? Like when, do you know what gets me? When somebody does a ball roll and scores with him and I just want yeah. to murder them. I'm like, that's not only have you insulted me, you've insulted my entire history as a human being. Well, like so you I, said, he does have the go-go gadget legs. And this is Fight Club. This isn't like a traditional boxing match where you just exactly. use your hands. So... I think I would just try and absorb the blows for a little bit, get him tired, and then just launch a haymaker at him and put him down for the count and and just you know take take the abuse, knock him out, and then he's done for. I think that's a really good choice. I think Patrick Vieira yeah. and that not know himself. Patrick Vieira himself is a great humanitarian, done a lot of work right. for Africa. Patrick Vieira, the winter card, yeah, punch that guy in the face, man, hurt him. <laughs> Hurt him. Leave him disfigured. Exactly. I want. I want. I want. I want him to look less pretty than when he came in, and he's already pretty ugly. So, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So, Jandy, throwing it to you. Fifty dollar right, so... Fight Club. So you can punch any FIFA card in the face. All right. JP, I'm gonna break the rules a little bit of your game, and I got deep pockets, so I'm gonna go for a hundred dollar Fight Club and take on a two on one. And I think in I this think case, been, I'm actually. I think he's been there before with his money, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think I might need John's help with this one too, so I might need him to chip in as well. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a lanky bloke, uh, Mr. Peter Crouch, the World Cup icon or World Cup hero version, and for no other reason than in my uh, preview or whatever the pre-order World Cup uh, hero, I got him. Worst one, very disappointing. In my one of my 8420s during the World Cup, got him again. And then just later on, a third time, just a random 75 plus plus player, got him a third time. So I'm so sick of this guy popping up on my phone after the after the World Cup is over. I just want to punch him in the face and get it over with. Um, but my second pick, and that's the one I'll need John's help for. He's six he's, foot seven. Yeah, well, John will match John will match him there. All right, he's a, uh, he's a string bean though. I got, I, yeah, got some, I got some poundage on me, so I can tackle him to the ground and he <laughs> won't move. <laughs> and then the second pick for more gameplay reasons, and I know uh, Martin might be upset with me about this one, but the only card in the game that I truly fear when I see him on the loading screen, because I do play old gen and we still get loading screens, is uh, the Alawarian World Cup hero. I don't want to see that card ever again. He like is just broken through ball meta like to the extreme. Like, you know, I'm not a big foot. Like I, I certainly didn't watch a lot of football. I certainly didn't watch a lot of him when he was playing, but like, I just can't imagine why this random guy is the best 
player in the game, pretty much. But... Who the fuck is he? I Who the fuck is know. he? I don't know who the fuck he is. I've been watching football. Like I've I've had like you know like when you have sentience at three. I've had football sentience since I've been like seven. I have no <laughs> fucking concept of who this guy is. I knew Sidney Govu was. Yeah. Alawarian, who are you? Where are you from? You don't need John on this one, man. Listen, I'll take Crouch out. Yeah, I'm like six. I'm six foot, and I used to be a prop for the North of England, man. I'm like a linebacker who was all state. Like I'll, I'll take Crouch out. Yeah. You make sure you corner that little fast fucker. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, like it's just one of those things, and we've talked about this on the show before. But it's like, you know, obviously Messi's got a great card, and Mbappe's got a great card. But then they come out with these random fucking cards that, like, are just the best cards in the game, and you've never heard of these guys. So, yeah, I got to get him out of there. Um, he's holding up his price like really well. I think he's still like six hundred k, and I'm just so sick of seeing him. I had. Uh, the the World Cup Messi card in a draft, and I had the the base Alawarian, and the base Alawarian shit all over Messi. <laughs> that yeah, Messi man, card right. was pointless. It was just like, oh look, he just runs in a straight line and scores. Oh shit, he really does. He really, really yeah. does. Oh, oh I'm yeah. not terrible. <laughs> the game's terrible. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> JP, give us your fifty dollar Fight Club choice. Right. So I've given this a lot of thought and. It's basically come down to a few a few key choices. And it's going to be one that's like an elite level choice and one that's like a gold card choice. Because you took mine. One of mine was going to be Alawarian. I wanted to like basically get him in a corner because I guess he's small because he's so quick and just like work him, you know, until he gets weak. Oh, but yeah. I can't do that now because I'm, I've already helped you in the tag match. So <laughs> World Cup Lucio. Oh, that's interesting. A, I would like that guy 6-1, okay? He's Brazilian. He's tough as nails. He was a Mourinho icon. That guy, fuck that card, right? You go near that card. You go near that card, and that card just goes, my ball. You hit a that's ball over the top. The game. That card just goes, yeah. my ball. It's like, the, it, yeah. it's, uh, never mind the ball's magnetized to him. I'm magnetized to him. He scares me. Like, I'll be running with the ball, yeah. and I'll see Lucha, and I'll just go, fuck it, pass it back. Like, I don't even attempt it anymore. Like, Luke Joe could be the worst centre-back in the game now, but I'm just shit scared of the name. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would go, I would seriously, I'd get on the roids, I'd be getting pumped up, I'd be on all the painkillers, man, I'd have the back injections and everything, I'd come out looking like the Red Hulk, man. I'd have, the, have 18 <laughs> testosterone patches on me, I'd just be ready for it, man. I'd, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just ready for Luke Joe, man. And that'd be the I'm one. scared. That'd be the one. See, I'd, be, I'd be like a wild bear. <laughs> like I'd be coming for him like that. Man. That's how I'd be doing it. Because that card is so threatening. It's so threatening. Like I think that's one of the things that like particularly me and John have picked out is like these cards that that just that strike fear into you as a player. Like those cards that make mm-hmm. you a worse player. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm really confident I'm gonna do this. I got Di Maria, he's got oh it's Lucio. JP, you've you've struck fear into me just describing <laughs> what you're going to do to him. <laughs> the second one, the second one, because I feel like with all the testosterone patches and all that kind of stuff, I can go to. So for the second one, I'm going to pick a card that caused nothing but problems and nightmares for everyone at a time when the lengthy metal was was legit. Saul off in form. Oh, card, yeah. Another undeserving yeah. card, undeserving of his <laughs> of his status within the game at the time. Obviously, now we know that. I mean, only EA could 
fucking break a game by fixing it. But <laughs> <laughs> but Soloff wasn't deserving of his title. Like, oh, hit the ball over the top. He was better than Haaland. He was just a monster. And it was like, I ended up using him and I felt so dirty. I felt so wrong. I was like, what are you doing? You're part of the problem. Like, you know, it's like I'm distributing stuff on the street to kids. I felt really bad about it. Like (laughs) I was out there selling drugs or something. So Soloff would definitely be the one. And that second one, I would just charge at him and I would just rugby tackle him to the ground. And I would probably in fear of him beating the shit out of me, probably just try and hit him so his head hit the floor and he was out. Because I think that's what you'd need to do with Soloff. Because I reckon at six foot, he's six foot four and Nordic. So I reckon he could fuck me up pretty badly. So yeah, Soloff would be would be the one that would definitely be like the second choice. But that first choice would be Lucio. Nothing has made my day worse. Nothing has made my FIFA worse than Lucio. Never mind if you've got Lucio and, and Vieira in the same team. Then it's just... It, Sorloth is pretty handsome, so you'd have to do body shots only, I think, with him. Nothing to the face. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know where this is going. You want him unconscious but beautiful? Yes. Well, wait, hold on. I feel like I'm being I feel like I'm being interrogated now. There's something about a Sorloff shotgun there, and I uh, I can't work out the rest of the joke, but yeah, so those are the ones we would look at. Now, the second part of that was, if you could end any FIFA card's career, which FIFA card would it be? Now, I'm going to go first on this one to give you guys a bit of time to think. I am going to pick a card that I feel does not deserve its status in the game, does not deserve its status in history, because he has never, ever, 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 ever been this good. Wissam Ben Yedder. <laughs> I would break both of his legs and probably his his writing hand so that he couldn't sign contracts. And I would remove him from the game because that guy, that guy, King Rat, like, do you remember a few years ago he tweeted out about how FIFA was coming back out and how he was going to ruin everybody's game and he can't wait to see how many controllers get smashed because of him? And I was like, you're wasting your career in Monaco. You're irrelevant apart from this game. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate that card. When he was at, oh, in Spain, he was a nightmare. I know that footies card was your favorite card of all time, man, but I just, I, oh, it's just... It, it, it's so frustrating to come up against a card that you know is crap. He's not a good footballer. He's nothing like he is, right? And, 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 and but when you put him in the game, and he's fucking Pele. You know, yeah. <laughs> like he's he all right. Meta. Yeah, he fits the meta so well. It's just he's tiny. He can do his so knees and twirlies. Oh, just yeah, yeah. And and I've used him, and he's amazing. And 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 that must that makes it even worse because you don't even need skill <laughs> to use him. I've used him. I'm crap. And you can do things with him like you didn't realize you could do. Like when you use Ronaldinho for the first time, you go, oh, wow, I didn't know you could do this in the game. That's what I was like with Ben Yedder. I was like, oh, so you just walk past people. Sweet. So that's why I would end his career. I mean, not only end his career, probably try and tarnish it too. Like get some allegations (laughs) out there about like drug abuse, uh, steroids, uh, maybe some sort of Swiss doctors. I don't know. Maybe he's got like a Livestrong band. We can link it to that. I don't know. But we're going to do something out to ruin that career of Wissam because he is undeserving of his law. Okay, so do you, right. you guys have one you want to fly with? Yeah, I, Andy, I think you're I looking got like one. you do. 
First off, JP, I just want to point out again that this is now being the second episode that's going to be filed into the federal prosecutor's uh, bin of evidence whenever we uh, whenever we finally find Wissam Ben Yedder in somewhere unscrupulous. Extradite me, bitch. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wait, um, you have an extra. Oh, God, I'm in trouble. I the think US we can. The yeah, they do have an extradition order. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh I wouldn't tempt them. I need to go anyway. and check my EU y'all real quick. <laughs> anyway, uh as JP runs out of the room here, uh the my my pick is um the Neville Fakir uh uh Road to the Knockouts card from last year. Mostly because I didn't do him because I was being stupid and I didn't realize. And the other part of it, which I kind of appreciated, if if I had done him, I think I would have appreciated both the fact that I didn't just felt like they were taunting me. Was do you guys remember um, when he so he was still eligible for the upgrade if there if uh, Bettis got out of the group stage and like all of the social media media for Real Betis, like there were fans in the stadium with like his card, like on the, on the screen, like, like win for Fakir and FIFA. And like, then their social media started to get into it and be like, yeah, you know, don't win for the squad, like win. So this card gets upgraded in FIFA. That really bothered me uh, for some reason. I think it's because I didn't do him. I think I would have been on board if I had, but uh, yeah. And then there's just the fact that the card was broken forever. And then he perfect linked to the, flashback Benzema which I also didn't do because I was being stupid and then there was the Dembele perfect link too so it was just like every other game you were seeing this guy and I I just want to wipe that memory from my from my brain have you been in my diary (laughs) yeah it was actually last (laughs) night I snuck in there made the trip across the pond I I I knew when that little matchstick had fallen out I knew (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I felt I did all of that. I am 100. We are we are Jandy right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really frustrating for me. And and he was like just that little. He was pudgy. He's small in game, but he's thick. And he just like his shots would go in from everywhere. And then he got the upgrade. Then he was an 87, and it was even more annoying. So yeah, no that that card needs to need to go from FIFA history. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. All the and the Nebel for um, honorable mention for the foot birthday cards that he gets as well that make him five star five star. Yeah, yeah, they they need to go. Just Nebel for care needs to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I haven't seen as much of him this year. He hasn't had a promo card yet. Okay, so we'll so, see. so so we've picked two French people of African descent. Uh, <laughs> let's move <laughs> forward. Um, John, who would you pick and why? Um, do you have a, a, a long associated card that you think that you would like to get rid of? Or is there something in there that you think, oh, you know, I just hate that card. I just wish it had never existed. Yeah, yeah. Ben Yetter's definitely got to be up there for sure. If you were to pick one from FIFA history, along with the same lines you just said, like, yeah, he may be a decent footballer in real life but is has he been this good to where he's literally been a top five striker in the game certainly absolutely 100% not so Ben Yetter obviously would probably be 1b for me and then 1a this guy probably this guy had a really good euro 2012 I think it was or was it 2016 whenever Portugal won the euro and that's Renato Sanchez um you know very very hype youngster and he has been the best box-to-box midfielder in FIFA whenever he gets a new promo card or is even his gold card, 
gold cards at the beginning of the game have been some of the best midfielders in the game since FIFA 18 or something like that. Whenever he moved to Bayern, I think people started kind of knowing he was broken in game. So Renato Sanchez, I love the hair trade. I love using his cards, but you know, another guy who is just, you know, this guy plays like Hullet in game and he's got the track record of, you know, Tom Cleverly or something like that. So, um, it's, you know, you're not no, far I, off. Um, he flopped at Swansea. Right. He flopped at yeah. Bayern Munich. And mm-hmm. then he, where is he? Stadrim. And then he went PSG. Uh, Lille. Yeah. Lille. Lille so, yeah. So yeah. he's just another one totally undeserving. And, and he's just, that's one of those ones that you just like, yeah, yeah, he's shit. They're just going to give him a promo card and he's going to be the best card in the game. And people are going to look at it and go, why is that 83 rated special card? 500 grand. And nobody Dude. will know oh, yeah. but the people who know. His ones to watch is it's 85 rated now, but it's not like he's going to, he has no other way to get an upgrade with, except for a team of the week, which he's not going to get. And he's still like 600 K. Like it's crazy yeah. for an 85 rated card. It's like, and there's no, like, I mean, there shouldn't be anything priced into his, his card, like for future upgrades. Right. So I, I, I just don't, I mean, I get it cause he's broken in game, but I don't understand how. Do you reckon? Mm. I, I think that's, one part FIFA myth, one part FIFA reality. And I think that for those who know how to use him, he is an essential player. And if you don't know how to use him, you don't get the hype. Um, I've used him and just felt like he was underpowered and didn't pass as well. But if you're a bit tricky and a bit of a tricky dribbler and you like to explode out of midfield, um, he's quite good for that. But uh, yeah, he's another one. Renato Sanchez, totally undeserving of his reputation, totally undeserving of his cards in FIFA. And um, maybe even a nomination for $50 Fight Club at some point in the future. (laughs) That's a good picture. I I could see that one. And he's tiny as well. Imagine John V. him. It's going to have to be Kevin to make it fair. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be nice. He's not here to defend him, so... Good. I'll, I'll help you out, Kev. He's, he's We're all a, behind you. He's got a black belt in a Korean martial art. Oh, so maybe oh. he'd be okay then. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be him. okay against Renato. He'd be okay. He'd be okay. We're going to get him on for that one. Um, yeah, th- those are all great picks. I think that I think that the the Wissam Ben Yedder rings out amongst us all. Um, I think the Renato Sanchez is a great pick because. I have been frustrated by him for many, many years, and I completely forgot about that card. And when you reminded me, it was like I got PTSD here, and I had all these flashbacks to previous years. You know, like when the war music plays and it's all black and white, and you've got like the distraught dog staring at you. Like that's why I was like over him. And then Ben, you need the helicopter blades. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's just Renato's dreadlocks and not the helicopter blades. Yeah, yeah. CCR starts playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, it's like the end of Platoon where you think you're leaving, but you're not. Um, <laughs> that's what Renato's like. But I, I, yeah, I agree. I think that card is. I think he, he's crap, and I think he deserves to go. All right, so I'm I'm pretty happy with that, man. I think we've covered a, a lot of interesting stuff in terms of why we would punch FIFA cards in the face and why we would end players' careers. I, I, as you can tell, I'm in charge this week, and that's why we're talking about things like that. <laughs> okay, so coming back to reality a little bit, all right, I want to talk about something else. SBCs and objectives. Why are EA being so generous? Is the tide turning, 
are they finally listening to the community? And where does the needle fall at the present time? So I have this little meter in my head. All the way to the left is shadow government. And all the way to the right is headless chickens. So (laughs) where do you feel like EA stand at the moment in terms of their engagement? Do you reckon shadow government? Or do you reckon headless chicken? Or do you reckon headless shadow? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I can... can go for this one first i i think they're firmly 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 in the ground of shadow government right now um i think ea team of the year is one of the longest running promos ea knows exactly what they're doing for team of the year they got everybody hyped up for winter wild cards They, they like to do this thing where they ebb and flow the game so it's like there's periods of a lot of excitement a lot of hype a lot of People are really happy with the game. That's winter wild cards, right? You a lot of good SBCs, a lot of grindable content, a lot of coins to be made, a lot of fun new players in the game. And then they they turn off the spigot. And they did it last year with headliners. They they they're doing it again now this year with Centurions. And they say no content for you. We're going to starve you. We're going to drought the game. Gonna, I mean, you saw it today. Who'd we get? Like that Raul Jimenez. Garcia. Get Raul Gar- Garcia. I mean, like just what a just shit card i'm sorry uh but i mean and and like the refresh of the first owner fiesta that's how it's going to be all week the team of the week i think is not looking too good this week we'll get marquee matchups on thursday and then there's going to be a new foot centurions team on friday but ea knows exactly what they're doing they're turning off the spigot they're going to say okay we're going to put put us into a little valley they did it like they you, you see they do it before tots too they did it with foot captains last year like one of the worst promos of the entire year we're going to turn off the spigot we're going to reduce the level of the hype and then we're going to start building it up again for team of the year so that when team of the year hits, they release attackers, they release midfielders, and then eventually the d- defenders and the whole team comes out. Now you're excited again. You're buying FIFA points, you're ripping packs, and then they'll get ready for the next cycle. So they know exactly what they're doing, in my opinion. They're they're getting people's, people's clubs emptied out. They're getting people to save packs. And I think... Um, I think that the generosity that we experience through winter wild cards is uh, over. I call it Hansel and Gretelin. It's Hansel, Hansel and Gretelin. Yeah, yeah. What they do is they leave little sweets and you go, ooh, <laughs> chocolate. Ooh, licorice. Ooh, another one. Ooh, another mm-hmm. one. And the next thing you know, you're in a fucking oven. <laughs> and, that cooking, analogy or- and the only way of getting out is FIFA points. And you're like, maybe I'll do that. What if I sold it? Oh, but what if I then I sold my coins as well? Maybe this pack could be worth more. I could make money on this pack. Oh, honey, we're not getting food tomorrow. Forget the takeaway. I got to buy FIFA points. I need to get out of this oven that I've put myself into willingly. So the only, I like that analogy. And I like the fact that foot centurions is the oven in this. this Uh, But I think the only thing about it. The only thing, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless we get Zlatan next week, in which case all is forgiven. One minute, uh, one minute. Have you seen? Have you seen that there's a, allegedly a, a a card already? The ninety-one Zlatan card. I, I I've really? seen leaks, but until Foot Deputy leaks it, I don't believe it. Foot Deputy is the only one I believe. Yeah. I don't believe anybody else. That sheriff <laughs> is a fraud. Exactly. Foot He's Deputy. ripping off leaks from this new guy now. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Listen, if you can't trust Don Knotts, who can you trust? Exactly. And if you don't My know who Don Knotts is, look look him up. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's, he's a, <laughs> just, just a great comedian in his day. 
But anyway, I would say, <laughs> thanks. I would say uh, the only way out of the Hansel and Gretel situation that we're finding ourselves in, the only way to really make it wor- worth your while is just buy fodder. And you saw it yesterday. EA wants to drain clubs. People are going to be looking for fodder. There's no supplies. Packs are getting saved. Um, I personally, I mean, another quick little victor- victory lap. I'm up over, I think, two and a half million coins liquid now. Uh, just from spending, I think I spent like one and a half million on fodder over the weekend. I mean, it is going absolutely crazy and it, it'll keep going up because there's just no, there's no supply in sight and they're going to keep releasing these SBCs that are going to require high-end fodder. These gamble SBCs, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I'm sitting on about 50 uh, 88s at the moment, just waiting for them to go over 35 because it will come. And then when I do, yeah. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be a rich man. Well. I mean, 35 would re- require, I think, a big SBC with one of those like min two or three 88s in it. Um, that's, I think that's, they're at, they're almost at 30 now. But yeah, that's what I'm holding out. At. I'm holding out for one of those ones because just the 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 there's such small margins in flipping yeah. at the moment that sometimes it's better to buy a week ago at 22 and hold and then sell at 33 than it is to try and constantly be flipping cards, which is tiresome when you want to play the game. Um, yeah, and there's tax too. So that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to work all that out. But yeah. um, okay, so John, where do you where do you fall, man? Do, do, do you do you think where do you think shadow government, headless chicken, headless shadow? Um, I'm more inclined to believe leaning slightly ever so just above the complete shadow government. So it's like barely that far off. But yeah, I think EA know exactly what they're doing. They've released a bunch of like free content or like cards for the Christmas Timmies who come on the game and like, Oh, look what I can do and build all these cool cards. I can get this Klaus. I can get this Eric Bailly to link them with. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to just go balls deep into this ultimate team thing. And, and yeah, they know exactly what they're doing. There's tempting SBCs. Like Jandy said, they're draining your fodder. I know, my fodder has certainly be dra- has been drained. I, like I said, I just did the Zidane SBC, so I literally have nothing left. Um, <laughs> and I didn't want to spend coins because it is so close to Team of the Year. I didn't want to put any coins into that SBC either. But yeah, Shadow Government for sure. And then yeah, they're they're getting everybody's coin balances low and fodder low. And then bang, Team of the Year is going to be around the corner. People want Team of the Year cards. People want Team of the Year SBCs. And yeah. FIFA points, load them up, kids. Seal, <laughs> grab, grab mommy's credit card while she's not looking, and load them up. So, just, and, just, just read the numbers off the label, Timmy. Okay, now <laughs> exactly. the card over, and the last three digits. Okay, EA Help can help you now. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, and then yeah, like you, like we've gotten this World Cup SBC, and then over the next probably. Probably over this weekend, the rest of this week, and all certainly of next week, I bet we're going to be getting those like 85 triple upgrade packs and stuff yep. like that that EA are going to want you to be doing. That's going to be 84, 85 rated squads to submit. You're already starting kind of to see it with this, I don't know if what it was called, the Centurions pack where it was 100 players in it that cost a 83, 84, 85 squad. So we're going to be seeing a bunch of those over the week. And then as soon as Team of the Year drops, we got nothing left but the stuff we've saved. And some people are just doing these and ripping them. So they're just totally fucked. <laughs> well, I think they're also going to start doing the, yeah, JP. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> they're going to start doing those. Um, remember last year they did like 
81 plus attackers, 81 plus midfielders, 81 right. plus defenders. They're going to start doing that, I think. But the, I think the only difference might be like the schedule is different this year. So if you remember last year, there was a one week break between headliners and team of the year starting where they did like a team of the year warm up series or whatever, where right. it was just like a lot of objectives, SBCs, like grindable content to get you ready this year. They're not doing that. Like Centurions, they've already said is a two week promo and they already said team of the year starting on January 20th. So I'll be curious to see how they transition that. Like if they start to take their foot off the gas for Centurions team two and start to like transition in, or if like that week where it's like they release the, team in like little batches is like kind of the quote-unquote warm-up series like the attackers midfielders defenders week it'll be it'll be interesting to see so um i drank the (laughs) 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 kool-aid i've just been ripping packs man i've been like oh my god another one another one another one another one oh this objective (laughs) that objective the 83 plus three players pack oh my god and i've got addicted to opening packs and i've been ripping them so fast that i've done the 84 and 83 section of the centurion pack in my my need to open more packs (laughs) i think ea are playing me big time because i don't pack shit and everybody knows i don't pack shit right um so far, my last seven big packs have been Van Dyke, Modric, Muller, Lafont in form, Roberto Carlos, 88, and Kimpembe. So, oh, Kimpembe is nice. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I... Roberto I, Carlos, too. Yeah. I feel like I'm being played. I feel like Yeah, I'm what are you talking about? You're not, ta- you're not packing shit. You packed <laughs> mid-Roberto Carlos and Kim Pembe. Those are yeah, like yeah, that's over what I mean. a million coins worth of cards. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like I haven't packed anything. And I've ripped these packs, and I've got used to opening packs, and they're giving me stuff. And I'm like, you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me because I'm going to open these packs, but I'm not going to spend on packs. No, that's not going to happen because I'm sensible. And I know that I'm going to end up buying a pack. And it's probably going to be a pack that has a token in it. And that's going to be my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tokens getcha. No, I am totally yeah. like indoctrinated here. I'm just like, just like, we love EA. EA is glorious leader. Like, I'm totally doing the Korean singing, man. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I believe he is the sun and the moon, you know? <laughs> so, so then then jp you must you're you're a shadow government too you're you must be we must be three for three right i am completely like all the way to shadow government except yeah. that like it's almost like i've just had a glass shattering moment because i was just like eh, i think they're being really nice and then you guys have just explained it to me and i'm like oh no <laughs> what have i done I didn't realize I was in a call like, it's too late and they've locked the door and they've already got access to my social media and bank account yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't yeah. leave. This is this is like one of the two times of the year where they do it. It's around Christmas because I know oh three times really at the beginning of the game when they know everyone's just getting on for the first time. Around Christmas when they know everybody's buying it for the first time, or a lot of people are getting the game for the first time, and then when the game goes free to play on like uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Game Pass, then they they do it. That's usually around like March or April, right? Like right before tots. I think that you can get it on EA Play. You can get it on EA Play, but I, I think, think that's on Xbox. If you got, if you got, oh, Game you're Pass, right, you're right, you're right, you're absolutely right, and yeah. you can buy it for thirty percent of the cost. I think, yeah, you're absolutely so, right. So yeah, they know they they definitely know what they're doing. I didn't know what they were doing, and now I have Maxim Hollett in my club. <laughs> 
Come on, Dutch objective. I've got a hell of a team. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. I've been preparing. <laughs> man, I love that. I love that. And how are you feeling about the SBCs in terms of like um, the 81s, the 80s? You ripped them. You got anything good? Uh, I'm saving them all, man. I'm I'm trying to do that 80 plus um, upgrade 100 times for all of the objectives. I think I've done like 40 of them so far. Great place um, to recycle those bronzes. Yeah, and it's just the easy. It's just like an easy BPM grind. Um, and then, uh, yeah, saving everything right now. Uh, the only exception is I'm opening tradable packs because I just want the coins. I feel like I can turn those coins into more coins, like just time value of money sort of deal. And then, um, and then just small packs, like like if I have like a mixed players pack or something, I'm just ripping it because there's not going to be a team of the year in there anyway. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've just been, I've been ripping, I started ripping the tradables and then I've gone into them. Um, they're a mixed bag. Um, I found the 81 doubles to produce better results than the 80 plus, but I think that's because there's two shots. And um, my recommendation would be to try and avoid doing the Centurion one, because if you've got to the point where you're putting lots of rares in, you might want to change tact and go and do the 81 plus double because that requires five rares. So a little bit of SBC advice there. Yeah, from definitely. The doc. And Jandy as well. Jandy's been really on this. All right. I want to move things along and I want to get us into some, the word on the street, as I like to call it, which is where fans of the podcast have come and put questions our way. Uh, we get a lot of questions. Uh, unfortunately, we can't answer them all as we get them. So, um, I, I, I know some questions have been answered. Um, one of them that I think is really interesting is this. This is from uh, Razor Sharp 1994. So it's not necessarily a podcast question, but it is now, mate. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, Ledley King getting a new hero card, is there anyone else who you think could realistically get one? So Razor Sharp is throwing into the ring Janinho Perambucana, who was the Lille number 10, famous for his free kicks. I don't know if you guys remember him. Uh, he mm-hmm. was a hell of a player in that Lyon team with Benzema back in the day. Um, some great players were in that team. Um, the left back who went on to play for Barcelona was in that team as well. Um, so I think that's a really great shout. Um, coming from uh, our fans, uh, FIFA Joe, shout out FIFA Joe, big time fan. We love you, FIFA Joe. Um, he nominates Sammy Hippier, which I think may be a popular choice amongst our, our other two people here. I, I, I think it's a dumb one. Um, <laughs> no, no club bias there at all, uh, because the foot doc nominates Patrice Evra, um, <laughs> who I think is very much deserving of a card. I'm going to just go real quick on Patrice Evra. Patrice Evra was probably the best left back in the world at the same time as Ashley Cole. And the only thing that separated them was that Ashley Cole scored goals. And I think that Ashley Cole getting a legend card and him not um, is a bit out of order because I think that he played well for France. Um, he's a world, yeah, he was a World Cup winner, I think. He's a, a Champions League winner with Manchester United, um, Champions League finalist with Monaco. Um, I think he's somebody who's definitely deserving of a card. I think it would be really nice to have a hero left-back card for the Premier League and maybe one down the line for League 1. And I think that would be a great shout. Um, the uh, Sammy Hippier one, I wanted to throw that one to you, John. You're a big Liverpool fan. Um, yes. What do you think of Sammy Hippier as a, as a hero card? 
That was going to be, that's a guy who I've thought ever since they made kind of the hero concept, he fits that profile, I think, perfectly. Um, just kind of a cult hero amongst Liverpool fans, such a rock at the back, kind of a dynamic um, center back too, the way he moved. And I think he would fit the meta of the game really well, tall, lengthy. He, they, he'd probably have some crazy tackling animations, I bet. And faster. Get, it was a lot faster than than people gave him credit for as well. He had yeah. real good straight line speed. Couldn't turn that well, but he he was fast right. in a straight line, um, and he never got caught out. Yeah, that would that would probably be my pick. So that was a great shout by uh, FIFA Joe there, and would get Premier League links, have good size in game, and I think would be a pretty good foot card as well. So um, links to Lebanon as well. <laughs> Exactly. You get the Lippmann link, the Hadrecki link, you know, the Scandinavian <laughs> links I'm all about. So, um, Jandy, Stop. what about you, man? Yeah, I want to, uh, Jandy, I'd be really interested in you because I don't think yours is going to come from the Premier League. I think that we might see somebody Milanish, maybe. So I'm, I'm not going there, but I am going to throw you something that maybe we haven't thought about. Do you know how this year they took some of those icons that really weren't all that popular, like Nakata and Akocha, and turned them into heroes. And now they are, like, especially in Akocha's case, like a very popular card. Yeah, yeah. I think they got to do that for a few more of these less popular icons. I think that really like revived some of these cards, especially in Akocha's case. And from a FIFA perspective, would give them a lot more hype. So uh, for me... Like the ones that come to mind, I'm just kind of looking through the list of like the cheapest or least popular icons. I think Jabi Alonso, it's his first year as an icon and no one really was using him. Like he feels like a bit more of a hero to me. Um, and then Namaha Vidic, who is kind of never really used. I don't want to disappoint you uh, over there, JP. Listen, but, you, uh, you might have two people coming at you right now. <laughs> you might have I mean, two people coming at you. <laughs> So not really know. ever used, but it feels like it could be a fun. We don't really have a ton of center back heroes, and I, <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see another one to maybe compete with Lucio. He'd be as good as Lucio, maybe even better. Uh, I'll give you that. I think he does deserve an icon card because he was probably the best all-around center back in the world uh, from a pure defensive perspective for a number of years. And I also think it's great to have representation from that area when it comes to icons. Not the easiest to link. Certainly an icon you'd put in your team out of love. But I think he is deserving of that icon status. And I, I Zabi Alonso, Zabi Alonso was a Liverpool legend, a Real Madrid legend, and a Bayern Munich legend. And I, I think they've done him dirty. That's how I feel about him. I, I yeah. When I watched Zabi Alonso play, when Zabi Alonso came from Real Sociedad and he went to Liverpool, I knew it was game over. I knew it was game over. I was like, oh, so basically you've got the guy to find Gerard who can find Torres. We're all done. <laughs> and I watched him play and he did it there. And then he went to Madrid and he did it there. And then he went to retire at Bayern Munich and he did it there as well. And I think that when you look right. at somebody like that, he is the unspoken... Everybody goes Busquets Iniesta, um, Zabi. But people forget Zabi Alonso played in that side a lot as well over Busquets. And I think Busquets could end up with an icon card with the way that his career has gone. So it's difficult to so, say. So basically what I'm where I'm coming from is here is I want to take one of a few of these 
completely unusable icons and turn them into usable cards like what they've done with Akocha and uh and with uh Nakata. I thought I you were gonna that, go Sheva. I thought Sheva would be a good shout. Yeah, I looked at him too. I I like his cards a lot. Um he's obviously not meta or not meta anymore, but um it'd be nice to see him get a usable hero card as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I've misunderstood you a bit there. You're talking about giving the giving cards the juice that they deserve, not necessarily devaluing cards themselves. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. Right, I, right. I, Sorry, I, man. I got, I, that, that's me just being an idiot. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, yeah, that's that's. What, what about you, JP? Well, it's it's a difficult one. Um, I, I said Patrice Evra because I rate Patrice Evra, but if I was going to go a bit more bit more iconic um I, I i'm interested by the duo concept so i would like to see like famous duos come out as hero cards so i'd like to see like a, a york cole duo i'd like to see a shevchenko rebrov duo from back in the day when they were in the ukraine um i think i'd like to see cards that work together really well so for example um, say uh, a Peter Crouch, Jermaine Defoe duo from their time at Tottenham, um, mm. or a goalkeeper centre back duo. So, for example, maybe you go with um, Van der Sar Vidic as your two from Manchester United, or you go um, Vidic Evra, and you could have Vidic and Evra as heroes, Ferdinand as an icon. And I think that that uh, the, based on your your concept, Jandy, which I think is a fucking brilliant one, mate. I really like it. I think that would work really well. Um, I think that if I want, if I was going to bring one in that I would want from the bottom of my heart, I think that <laughs> it's going to sound really, really dumb, but I think I'd want to bring an old, old footballer called Mark Hughes back into the game. He played for Manchester United back in the day. He was one of the greatest volleyers of the ball ever, one of the greatest holders up of the ball and a great distributor of the ball as well. And he had real aggression. Imagine like Diego Milito, but with a pass. And that was that, that was Mark Hughes in his day and at his pomp. I mean, he went and played for Bayern Munich and Barcelona before he came back to United. So he was a good footballer. And I think that in the game, with how I want my centre-forward to be, which isn't... I've got Correa there at the moment, man, and he's good, but he gets bullied. I, I would love to have somebody like Mark Hughes who was explosive, strong, and could finish from anywhere. So that would be like my, uh, my left-field pick. Um John, do you, do you have any left field picks like uh, players? Maybe I don't know. You uh, you guys are over there. Is there any MLS players that you think uh, who have done duty or played exceptionally well that that deserve to be uh, a hero card? Um, certainly, one comes to mind. Sporting Kansas City fans probably will will definitely know who I'm talking about. But I don't know if you know who Graham Zusi is. He played for yeah. Sporting Kansas City. Played for the U.S. Men's National Team and scored like two huge goals in the World Cup qualifying. One, which uh, allowed Mexico to either go into a playoff or qualify for the World Cup. And they call him San Zusi, which is Saint Zusi. Uh, so that would I certainly be my probably left field pick. He's he's uh, probably like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, played on the wing, just kind of a high, high guy. Great crosser of the ball, a great creator, uh, played kind of like a – eight to 10 kind of like how our LCM floating role is in our four, three, three in his prime. And, um, that could be a really fun one. He had kind of long floppy hair. So that could be also really cool too. So Graham Zussi would probably be mine. And unfortunately we get MLS links, but I would certainly <laughs> try him out. 
Would you say that he was somebody who maximized his, his potential? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Performed well and above beyond probably what he could do athletically compared to others or technically. I mean, technically he was a very good player, so that's why he was as good as he was, but absolutely maximized every bit of potential and ability he had in him. So, so say yeah. you were going to play him. Um, let's, let's, let's help the listeners understand him a little bit. So say <laughs> we're going to play a system. Um, say I was going to play three, five, two, would you be able to play on the wing and be able to work up and down to cover? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he did. I don't, I don't think he's done it anymore because he's probably, he's probably close to retirement now, but yeah. certainly towards the end of his career, he played right back for us. So he could definitely do that. Right. So, sure. he, well, that, that's mm-hmm. any time a footballer goes backwards, you know, they're world-class. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's a real oh, like, re- like respect Rooney. thing. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking Paul Scholes started off as a striker, became a centre forward, then he became an attacking midfielder, then he became a deep right. line playmaker, or uh, Hullet, who ended up at centre back, or Papan, who started off as a striker, finished as a deep line playmaker. Um, there's a great shout. Oh, no, forget that. Never mind. <laughs> um, we'll move on so, from that one. Along Jandy, the lines of yeah. uh, what John was saying, this this you guys don't know who this player is, but I'll just shout him out. Uh, he was the captain for uh, New York Red Bulls for a long time. His name is Sean Davis. He plays for uh, Nashville now. But he, I grew up with this guy, and I played youth soccer with him for for many, many years. So I'd give him a quick shout out. Uh, he's a 72 rated silver in the game. So I don't think he's getting any uh, hero cards anytime soon, but he was, he was a legend for New York Red Bulls hey. and a guy I knew personally. But then you've just brought up something that none of us have thought about silver hero cards. Mm, there's something. Uh, yeah. All right. Now that's an interesting one. Now I'm, I don't I'm, hate it. It's going in the notebook. We'll talk right. about that next time. Um, <laughs> we'll keep that for the next segment. Yeah, right. yeah, Silver Legends would be a really good one. I like the idea of that. So I think that that really um, encapsulates um, Razor Sharp's question. Um, I'm going to move on to a, a very quick question. Um, this is from Cashew. Do you think EA are going extra big with juice stats for the time of years and giving us mad cards sooner because they're losing the rights after the game cycle? So I'll give you guys a time to think about that I'll, um, and what they've got. My answer to this is 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 essentially, I'm sorry, Cashew, I know you're a United fan, but no. Um, because the World Cup caused a skew in the curve and Centurions reflects that, it's the promo that should have been before Winter Wildcards and the power curve kind of looks like it. Um, a lot of these cards look like informs, um, but with a different badge. Uh, instead, we've got dead cards. Even the best ones, as I said, are like informs. Um, I'm hoping maybe you guys feel differently about it, but I, I'm I'm I'd be interested to know where you guys stand on this and how you feel whether or not EA are going extra big with juice stats for this time of year because they're losing the rights. Well, I think I think what we'll see from EA as a result of them losing the FIFA naming rights, they're still gonna have all the players and the clubs and everything, but um, I think what we'll see as a result of them losing the naming rights is going to be seen more in the back half of the game as people, you know, through through February, March, April, etc. As they try out new things, they start to shake things up, try to keep people around and get them transitioned into a new game that they might not be familiar with. Um, I think I think you're probably right on this one, JP, about just the power curve being a result of the World Cup. But I think I think. This promo specifically is the lull that we were discussing earlier. 
Um, are they giving people mad cards sooner because they're losing the rights to the game cycle? I think they're giving people mad cards sooner because that's what the people have shown that they want and are willing to spend money on. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same. And how about yourself, John? Um, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I echo the same sentiments as you to keep it short and sweet. I, it's just the way the power curve has gone last year. You know, you saw winter wild cards kind of take that power curve up another notch. And it just seems to be like, like Jamie just said, the way things are going now. So um, I don't think losing the rights has anything to do with the shift in the power curve. I think it's just kind of the way they've gone the last couple of years. So, yeah, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that one. And uh, so thank you for the question there, Cashew, as well, because those sort of questions really help us and get a good grip on on how people are feeling about the game, but also how how we're experiencing the game as well. So thank you for that question. Um, now, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Jandy for a little bit because he is our resident expert on this next piece. So, Jandy, if wow. you would, thank you. Uh, you've, set, you've set expectations pretty high. So I just want to quickly say, if we haven't answered your question yet, we still have it in our show doc. It's just a matter of what we can get to in a given in a given show. So your, your question will get answered. We haven't forgotten about you. Um, but yeah, team of the year. Let's talk about uh, team of the year voting started today uh, on January 10th. I think the nominees have been out for a little bit, um, but today is your first chance to get in and actually put in your vote. EA have said that our votes count. How much they count, we don't really know for sure. Um, you know, in past years, I think maybe was it like three or four years ago, EA said that like the user vote counts for like forty percent or something like that. I don't know if that's still true, but. Anyway, we've got a whole list of um, nominees. You've been seeing people on Twitter and and all sorts of social media post their votes. I think there are a few, and I'm sure I'll get argued with here, but I think there are a few consensus picks. I think the top three being Messi, Neymar, Benzema is a pretty consensus pick, which would leave Erling Holland out, which would leave Vinny out. Um, I think I've seen a lot of people... Uh, with Courtois as their goalie. I've seen a lot of um, Real Madrid midfielders, whether it be Cruz or Modric. Uh, I've seen almost everybody put Teo at left back. So there's a lot of what feels like chalk and very few uh, open positions. So um, I can just pull up my vote right now and maybe you guys can react to that and we can go from there. Um, I had obviously Messi, Benzema, Mbappe up front. In the middle, here's another chalk one that I think a lot of people have. Obviously, De Bruyne, uh, Modric, and Valverde as my three midfielders. And then at the back, Teo, uh, Cancelo as my fullbacks, and uh, Militao and Van Dyke as my center backs with Courtois at goal. So um, I, I think it's a, mostly guys that I think deserve it, but I would love to see a couple of guys that I'd love to see. So it sounds like you have a lot to say, JP. So go for it. Benzema got a golden watch because I'm Bap stayed in France. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happened this year. He got a gold watch. They went, oh, is he is he still under contract? Oh, um, okay. Well, we'll see what we can do. And they fluked to Champions League. And then everybody went, oh, he's never won anything before. And they gave him a little participation trophy. And they told him he was the best footballer in the world. But we all know he isn't. Because if wow. you had to pick between Mbappé, and Benzema, who are you picking? You're picking. Of course, Mbappe. I'm picking Mbappe. Yeah, of I think everybody you are, would. Which means that he's undeserving of his place. The team did well. Benzema didn't. I don't care how many goals he scored in that podunk league. Spain's a junk league, man. Look at the number of goals people score over there. 
Benzema, undeserving, don't deserve his place. Get him out, out, get out well, of my team. Well, that, that certainly is a take. Uh, I would say that there's no way they're leaving out the guy that won the Ballon d'Or from the team. But. They should. <laughs> but that would be that would be. I mean, Holland. I mean, that the thing is, there's also a twelfth man. So I, I got to believe that would go to Holland or or Vinicius. But um, there's going to be guys that are going to get left out for sure. Um, John, do you want to maybe talk through your thoughts on Team of the Year? Yeah, I think I think the attackers are pretty locked in. Mbappe, I think he scored the most goals out of anybody last year. I'm, I'm, I don't quote me on that, but it sounds right. <laughs> he had a phenomenal World Cup, won the Golden Boot. Messi, player of the tournament in the World Cup. Um, Argentina won the World Cup. He's playing well for PSG this year. I think he kind of played well towards the tail end of last year for PSG. I know it's a farmer's league and all that good stuff, but he did ball out <laughs> at the World Cup. Yeah, but um, a swallow don't make a season, man. Like, that's one thing. <laughs> he did what? He performed for two weeks out of 52. Right, right, yeah, and that, that and that leads me to and that leads me to, though that leads me JP to say Benzema is one hundred percent deserving over Erling, and I am an Erling fanboy. I I love Erling Holland. He is probably my current favorite footballer right now. But Benzema, he he balled out for Madrid. He should have scored in the Champions League final. His goal was kind of undeservedly called back for an offside against Liverpool. So, I mean, he, he did the business. He led Madrid in that comeback against Manchester City. He, he deservedly won the Ballon d'Or, in my opinion. But <laughs> nobody, JP's um, sitting there. He's just getting ready to wind up to tell nobody, us why, why like nobody, Marcus Rashford should be like the team of the year striker. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you right now, nobody who wakes up in the morning and has to take ibuprofen deserves to be in that fucking team, right? <laughs> Benzema does not deserve to be in the team. We all know Haaland deserves to be in the team over him. All right. It's a team sport. These are individual awards for performance. If you're going to pick a team, just put the Real Madrid team in. Don't, don't start yeah, cherry picking I mean, people. That's Look, kind of what they did with City last they year. They gave it to him. They just went, all right, who should we give it to? Suarez. Oh, he's not in Europe anymore. Never mind. Okay, you can't get it. Who should we give it to? Messi. Oh, he's not in a good enough season. Ronaldo. Like, they couldn't, they didn't know who to give it to. And so they went, eh, we'll give it to Benzema. I mean, in fact, it's given by France football as well. I mean, I'm not saying they're biased or anything, but like, I don't know. I don't buy it. I think the team bailed him out, man. I think that team is so much better than him. He is an old man in a young team. So I I honestly think he's been carried. I I think you're on an island with this one. (laughs) I think you can certainly say that about Benzema this year, like being left behind in the front from the France team in the World Cup. You know, Mbappe went on record saying, I like playing with Giroud more than Benzema. So we know Mbappe basically runs France now. So he's like, yep, Benzema's not here. Giroud, you're playing with me. Um, But, I mean, it is easy to forget, like, Benzema balled out for Madrid last year. He he did. I don't care care what you say, JP. He was fantastic for Madrid. Um, He had, honestly, even though France did get knocked out of the Euro 2 that summer, I feel like he had a very good Euros too. Um, made some very great plays too. Um, and then Erling, you know, what did what did he do for Dortmund last year? He came on after being injured all year and scored some goals and of course has lit up the Premier League this year. So if this is team of the third of the year, Erling is a, a nailed on 100% pick. But this is team of the year, team of the whole year. And that's Benzema for me. Um I don't buy it, man. 
I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He don't deserve it. Erling deserves it. Okay. If you're going to put somebody who doesn't deserve it in the team, put Messi in. But don't put don't put Benzema in because if you're, if you're if you're picking a team right of individual players, you've got to go with Haaland over Benzema. You've got to go with Mbappe. And yeah, let's throw Messi in because he won the World Cup and he proved to be the best player of the last fifty years. So what? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think that I don't think that at all. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drown alone on that island. Yeah, I think you will, man. I think you will. <laughs> I think I think well, if Kevin were on, he would probably agree with you because I think he does have Erling in his vote too. But I, I just think Benzema's body of work throughout the whole year has has swayed me in that direction. He has had a fine career and he should be rewarded for it. And I'm sure that when he gets home and he sees that little gold clock on his mantelpiece, he'll be very happy that he tried. And then what he's going to do is he's going to bend over to pick up a remote and pull his back out. He does not deserve to be near this team. And there you have it. The, the doctor, the, the, okay, so. the person with the fake PhD has spoken. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure this is just a little team of the year preview. Um, we've got a few more episodes until the team is actually named and released. So I'm sure there'll be some vigorous debate over the next few weeks it does. Uh, it does. led by, led by, I'm sure you JP. So indeed, which leads me into a very sort of, um, this section is going to be expanded on Twitter. So we're going to, while on the podcast today and then within our Discord, are going to talk about alternative team of the year. And the concept here is basically who is going to get in the team. And if you were to pick players based on their individual performance, would they make the team? So, for example, um, I'm in agreement that Courtois should probably be in the team. But I also feel that Magnan at Milan had a phenomenal season. Um, if you look at his record, especially considering he was out for so long as well, I think he had an amazing season. I think, uh, I, I hope I pronounced this right, uh, Buono, um, who had the Moroccan goalkeeper, has had not only a great year in Spain, um, but also a great World Cup to end the year as well. And I think he could be winning with the shout. And I think that Emiliano Martinez, the Argentina goalkeeper, who has been a star in the Premier League, um, we've all seen him pull off some amazing saves, some amazing penalty saves. Um, if he was in a better team, would he be in line for nomination? If Courtois was at Aston Villa and he was at Real Madrid, would we be putting him in the team? So this is kind of the concept that we're going to go along with. And I'm just going to throw some ideas out there right now that I've got written down. And I'm going to just go through what I presume to be the defence. So tonight we're going to do the defence. Um, next episode, they're going to do the midfield. And then next week, we're going to do the attack. And um, we might have Kevin on as a guest then so he can legitimately talk about why Taremi deserves to be in Team of the Year. And mm -hmm. he kind of does as well um, once you get into those stats. So we're going to presume that the team is going to be Courtois, Hernandez, Hakimi, Rudiger, and thank you for putting me in the bin, foot bin, Alaba, who didn't get a nomination, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Rudiger did either. Did he not? No. Uh, Militao oh. got Militao got one, so that's who I voted for. I, I had to vote for one of the Real Madrid center backs that were great. But Yeah, I, I would have gone with Militao as well, and I, I, I actually have some, some notes. So... Based on what you know, Jandy, do you know who have been the suggested centre-backs? 
Uh, I've seen a lot of um, Militao. I've seen a lot of uh, Marquinhos. I've seen a lot of, let me go through the actual um, uh, nominees, Van Dyke. Um, I've seen a decent amount of uh, Cuti Romero. How good is Van Dyke considering how bad a season he's had, but he's still in conversation? Like yeah, that's no how doubt. good he is. Like he's he's lost twenty percent of his game and he's still in the top two. He's um he's gonna be really, really, really good next season. Once he's got that full on recovery from that knee, he's gonna be just back to where he was. I think I think like Van Dyke is a great shout. So so we'll probably go with Militao. And Jandy, who would you pick? because um, we'll uh, go with your pick. Yeah, for me it's it's Van Dyke. Okay, so let's this is the team. We're going Courtois. Hernandez left back, Hakimi right back, and then with the two centre backs that we just discussed uh, coming in. So my alternatives are: I would go with Mike Mannion as my alternative goalkeeper of the year for his performances uh, against for uh, for Milan. Then I would probably go uh, with a controversial choice in Robertson. I think he's been a standout performer for Liverpool this year. I think he's been a standout performer in a poor Scotland team. I think he's a leader. I think he's a warrior. And I hate saying all those things about a Liverpool player, but I think he would make my alternative team. And then at right back, um, I, I'm there's two people who I feel like are neck and neck and should be in the team. And that's Carver Hall and James. I think Carver Hall is probably one of the more disrespected fullbacks in world football. Um, he's held down that right-back position at Madrid for a long time. And I think in doing so, he's really secured his reputation as being a great defender uh, in a team full of attackers. Um, and obviously, um, James at Chelsea. Um, now, I know this is a controversial pick because he plays right wing-back. And if Trent got to play in his position, then Trent would probably be one of the best players. They'd be talking about him as one of the best players in the world. So that's why it's a bit controversial. And my final choice at right back is Masroki or Masrawi. I can't pronounce his name. The Ajax player who has gone on to Bayern Munich and has been outstanding for Bayern Munich and was outstanding for Ajax. So there's three for that. And then coming to the centre-backs, um, my choices for centre-backs alternatives are Tamori, who had a great season with Milan. Uh, John Stones, who I think has really come into himself this year. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Um, has really, has really, <laughs> has really excelled. Talent. Yeah, he's lengthy. Um, so he <laughs> he um, he has really excelled this year, and it's like his game has come together as he's matured as a person. And I think that he's one of those players that nobody's talking about because he's not making mistakes anymore. Um, and I also feel that Laporta is another one who deserves a shout for Team of the Year just because he's such a great footballer. He's so composed. He's never out of position. And then my sort of like controversial choice was would be Romero who I think just had one of the best World Cups I've ever seen from a centre-back um, not the best time with Tottenham but like putting Messi in the team for his performance I, I could easily put Romero in for his performance during the World Cup I think if Argentina didn't have him Messi wouldn't have been able to win because Messi finally had that those two centre-backs behind him who would win one-on-one tackles so that's kind of my con- controversial team of the year. So it would be Mannion, Robertson, Carvajal, Tamori, Stones. Um, that would be mine. 
Now, I know that you guys have been had this just thrown at you. So, Jandy, do you have any sort of opinion or ideas? And if you want to talk about the same players, that's fine um, for the five positions we've just discussed. Yeah, I'll just give you a quick one because I've seen some people on Twitter give the uh, give the shout for Gavardiol, who had a great World Cup. I mm. uh, admittedly don't watch too much Bundesliga, but uh, I've from, apparently he's he's ripping it up over there too. That's a great shout. That's a great shout. And how do you feel about goalkeeper? Goalkeeper, let me check out the uh, nominations. I, I I'm kind of with you a little bit on Banu. I I you know he was. Excellent for Morocco in the World Cup. I wonder how much weight they'll throw in on on World Cup for some of these guys versus you know the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also with you on on Mignan and then Martinez for the picture alone of him with the glove. Mm. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Uh, uh, any Argentina player kissing the World Cup is going to be amazing. <laughs> John, what about you? Just a couple of quick thoughts here. Yeah, alternatively, I think I had that. I think I did have that same kind of team of the year backline that we discussed: Teo, Militao, Courtois, um, Hakimi, and Virgil. And so, alternatively, I'd go Jao Cancelo. I think he's had a brilliant year for Manchester City. Just one of the most versatile players in the world, one of the most dynamic defenders in the world. I think. I, 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 again, th- I think he's the most. I think he's the most complete footballer in the world. Yeah, he's he's incredible. I think, and, um, yeah, I, I, if you had eleven of him in your team, you you win in every game. Oh, yeah, and we talked about last week transfers like best transfers of all time, and they just completely destroyed Juventus, uh, swapping Danilo the other way in that transfer. So, um, Jao Cancelo as my left back, Tomori won the Serie A, finally got his chance to shine. Um, after being, you know, on the bench for Chelsea and not getting a chance there. So Tomori definitely deserves it. Um, I think I'm, a, I'm in agreement with you, JP. Christian Romero for Tottenham. He's just one of those guys that you fucking hate if you're not a Tottenham fan, but you absolutely <laughs> love him. Like he is probably the biggest shithouse in football right now. And I just love him for it. Like he just yeah. is no nonsense, hard tackles, gets in your face. And and just doesn't doesn't put up with any bullshit. I I love watching that guy play whenever he's not playing against Liverpool. And for me, one hundred percent, he goes there. And then let's see, one more defender. Uh, if it had to be a right back, I guess probably Reese James for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, There's no again, no I, more choice. Yeah, I, I love his game. I love what he does for Chelsea. Honestly, like I don't. I love Trent Alexander-Arnold to death and how he's played for Liverpool over the years. But if I was Southgate and Reese James and Trent were both healthy, I think I'm going Reese James. You know, he provides that stability in the back. And he's, um, I wouldn't say just as dynamic as Trent going forward when they're both on their best day, but he's not far behind. So Reese James for me. And then in goal, um, I think Big Mike, Big Mike Magnan, fantastic year for Milan. They won the Scudetto. Um, he would probably be up there for me, but... Um, Allison for Liverpool. Uh, if if we didn't have Allison, we would probably be closer to the relegation zone than we are to the top four right now. He's he's <laughs> saved Liverpool so many times. He had a pretty good World Cup, um, and honestly kept Brazil in that game um, against Croatia that they eventually lost in penalties. But um, he said he had some incredible saves against Croatia too that kept Brazil alive for so long. 
he he will be very hard for you to keep hold of. I think. Yeah. I think he's, that he's phenomenal. He, he's the best in the world. And yeah. He's so good that he reminds me of Andersar, not in his game, but in terms of the fact that he never makes a mistake. He, mm-hmm. my, my opinion of goalkeepers is this. It's not how many shots you can save because a busy goalkeeper is always busy. But it's about 90 yeah. minutes of football where you don't touch it and then you need to do one dynamic save. And I've seen Allison do that so many times. And he just, he really reminds, he's like Schmeichel combined with Van der Sar. He's got Van der Sar's distribution with Schmeichel's just speed and ability to intimidate attackers. Um, I think that's a great shout for goalkeeper and, Probably a better goalkeeper than Courtois, but Courtois obviously had that year with Madrid where you've just seen him pull off saves that are just... I was thinking about Courtois, actually. He, he reminds me, he's like the Zidane of goalkeepers. Like, when Zidane played, he always looked like he was running slowly because of his movement <laughs> and the way that he ran with the ball. But everybody was sprinting to catch up with him. And Courtois like right. that in goal. He's so laconic. And then you think, oh, God, this guy, he's, he's, he's got no reflexes. He's just going to fall. And then he's, <laughs> he moves like a six-foot-one guy. Like, it's mm. insane to watch. Um, I think they're great shouts. I think they're great shouts. And 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 really, just to sort of bring uh, an end to this uh, this Team of the Year talk. So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to pull together sort of four nominees for each position. We're going to put out a Twitter poll uh, for you guys where you can vote on goalkeeper, centre-back, centre-back, full-backs, all that stuff. And then the plan is that come the start of Team of the Year, we are going to have the nothing but a foot thing listener Team of the Year, uh, alternative Team of the Year. And the hope is to really represent you guys and show you how much we care about you listening to us, uh, how much we really love it when you guys rate the pod five stars and you subscribe. It makes a big difference to us. Really helps us uh, gain more listeners and helps us really push the pod out into areas we want it to be, which is, you know, having fun, having a laugh, pub atmosphere, chilling with your mates. You know what it's like. That's why you guys listen, and we love that. So I wanted to throw this over to Jandy real quick. Jandy, do you have anything extra that you'd like to add or do you have um, anything you'd like to say? No, man, this is a a really fun episode. I I appreciate you, JP, for uh, doing all the legwork on the hosting this week and, um, you know, a second successful midweek podcast. And then thanks to John and the guys for... uh, for uh, giving us the opportunity once again, I really appreciate it. Um, for me, you can find me on social media at uh, Jandy64 on uh, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I was trying to kind of start to pump out some more short form content uh, for the podcast. Over the Excellent last few days. content. Excellent content. Oh, thanks, Andy, we are indebted to you in that area. You are thanks, doing man. great, great work. And um, I, I love it. I love thanks, it. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun kind of putting the editing pants back on over the last few days because it's been something I've really liked to do over the last few years. And yeah, that's it, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, throw okay. it back well, to you. Well, I, I wanted to say something. I, on behalf of everyone uh, over MBAFT, on behalf of everyone in the FootFix Discord, and on behalf of anyone who follows you or knows you or has had the exquisite pleasure of interacting with you. We wish you a successful, peaceful, and happy wedding day. Oh, thank uh, you very much. Massive congratulations Absolutely. to you and your partner. 
Um, you listeners out there, you want to congratulate Dandy, please send him any memes that you like. I'm sure that there's <laughs> lots of things about balls and chains or Xbox pad batteries being missing and stuff like that. So if Dandy goes missing and he goes off into retirement because he uh, has been married, then we, 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 we love you and we will come find you and we will save you. So yeah, come worry. rescue me. No, man, thank, thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate it. Uh, she's cool with, uh, she's very super supportive of my love for digital football. So I, I, I wouldn't worry much about it. <laughs> and John, John, the great John Bridges, my first Ew. guest, my first guest. <laughs> That's Man, right. I, I am buzzing to have had you on today. I love talking foot with you. I love talking football with you, man. Have you got anything you want to say to the people? You want to let them know where you're at, where they can reach you, all that kind of stuff? Sure. And um, just again, you guys you guys killed it, man. JP, great job running the show today. Jandy, you're fantastic as always. And um, I'm looking forward to you know being a part of these and, and also just plain old listening to these episodes when they come out midweek. So I think it's something our followers and our listeners are excited for and um look forward to growing this thing some more and and doing doing more things with the pod as well um but yeah you can find me at twitter and twitch and on discord john bridges 34 not sure how much i'll be streaming this week i got a busy week of work i'm trying to get done with so i can play some weekend league you know that's my priorities in life but um (laughs) yeah that's about it okay so this has been season two Episode 18 of the Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast. And seeing as we have the great man himself here today, John, would you lead us out? Sure, JP. Just remember, guys, when this game gets you down and frustrated, you know, just fucking, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Don't fucking. (laughs) When this game gets you down and frustrated, just, just, again, hold those packs for team of the year don't apaculate all over yourself it's really messy and you're not going to have fun during team of the year so take care everybody yeah take care